0: Hi, this is Regeline Sabai, also known as Gigi, and you're listening to Walk With Me podcast. My guest today is Misty Lane. Misty is a resilience and empowerment expert. Welcome to the show, Misty. Thank you. It's an honor to be here, Gigi. Likewise, such an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us more about you and where are you from?
1: I'm just a simple little country girl from Texas (laughs) right now. I happen to be out in California. I had a couple of speaking engagements out here. So I'm taking some time to visit my sister. I hadn't seen in eight years, but I'm a Texas girl. I live down on the Louisiana, Texas border way in the deep south down there on the on the Gulf Coast. And, uh, you know, my thing is I'm out there to empower women.
0: I love it. Now, tell
1: us more about your company. Step up and speak out. Step up and speak out is about instilling courage and confidence for you to step into your truth. And then, like I said, get that that confidence and that courage to speak out about it. Because I believe through our stories, because our stories matter, I believe through our stories, we educate each other, we bring awareness to the community. And with that, we can judge less and mentor more in the world. And we definitely need more mentoring and less judgment. Amen.
0: I love it. Now, tell us more about the resilient mindset. You're such an advocate for it. Talk to us a little bit more about it.
1: Well, you know, it's a process. You don't just wake up and say, oh, I'm all healed and better, and now I'm just going to be resilient. It's definitely a, a process of learning to transform your mindset into looking that everything you've gone through in your lifetime that was any type of adversity, you can look back now and say, okay, well, I survived it. I've lived through it. So now I'm a survivor. And you turn that victim mentality into now I'm an authority. So now that you're an authority on it, you can teach others and help others, help ease some suffering in the world with that new mindset that you have.
0: That's right. Very powerful. Now, what does confidence mean to you, Misty?
1: Being able to look in the mirror, Gigi, and say, you know what? It's okay. It's okay who I am. It's okay the things I've done and being at peace with it so that you can be transparent with the world. And once you become transparent, that's where your true freedom is. And that's where you gain your confidence when you don't have any lies to hide behind, when you don't have to worry about which secret you told who or which lie you told who. You can just be who you truly are and accept it with confidence.
0: Amen. Now, tell us more about your book, What Goes
1: Up. Happen to have one right here. (laughs) What goes up? Wow, this I'm very proud of, Gigi. I was in a prison cell facing a 40-year prison sentence. And writing is literally the therapy that saved my life. I ordered some pens and papers and just started writing out as therapy just to get some things out of me and never knew it was going to turn into a book. I got out of prison. Um, I I didn't get a 40-year sentence. I ended up with a five-year sentence. I got out. And never did anything with the book because I was too afraid of the judgment. I didn't want the people in my new life to know about that ugly, ugly person I was in my old life. So I sat on it. And then some things happened. We can get into it if you want later. But some things happened in my life. And um, I had a new mindset. And it, I took the book, which was written out of darkness, anger, and blame, And I rewrote it out of a place of accountability and forgiveness. And it changed my world. It changed my life. So this book is a true account of everything I went through. So I was in medical school studying to be a surgeon. And ended up in a prison cell, as I said, facing a 40 year sentence. So, this is all about the journey, all about everything we go through in life. And it's a very transparent and a little warning here. It is a very raw read. I don't believe in sugarcoating. I believe in the truth as it is. I talk about abortion. I talk about prostitution. I talk about adultery. I talk about gang rape. I talk about being held hostage at gunpoint, real and raw, because that's what's going to help other people.
0: Amen. Now you did share your story at the global virtual panel of recovering drug addicts event that I hosted just a few weeks ago. Yes. And it was so inspiring. Now, what would you tell the other men and women who are battling drug addiction right now?
1: You know, drug addiction, um, that 10 years was a living hell for me on earth. It was extremely, um, Destructive in every way, in every form. And no one has a magic wand. That's the thing. A lot of people come to me, Gigi, and say, Well, you got off crack cocaine, which, by the way, only 3% can they tell you only 3% of you will ever overcome it. I'm standing here today, a very proud 3%er. Thank you very much. 15 Congrats. years. 15 years. So I want to say to you that there's hope. Find what works for you because there's not a magic formula that just anyone can pick up and do. If AA works for you, NA works for you, if God works for you, if therapy works for you, but find what it is. And like I say, I don't have the magic pixie dust to heal you and and get you out of your addiction. But the one thing I can promise you is I can tell you if you don't stop where you're headed because I found myself doing all the things I said I would never do. I did all. And, you know, I, I ended up killing someone in a car accident behind it. And you don't want to wait. You don't want to wait till it takes that, that long. I mean, I think we have a void inside of us. All of us use things. I use little Debbie cakes, sex, crack, whatever it is. We all find something inside of us to want to fill a void because we have pain inside, right? So my first advice, my first line step of advice for you is start doing some work. Start using writing as therapy. Start journaling. Start finding out what it is that's causing you pain inside. And once you discover what your pain points are, then you can take that pain, because my sister's running to her (laughs) phone. You can take that pain and you can start doing the work that's necessary, Gigi, to move forward.
0: That's right. And there is always hope and there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Very powerful. Now, you are also a sexual assault and a domestic violence survivor and advocate. Talk to us a little bit more about your that major challenge that you had to overcome in your life.
1: Well, I tell people, you know, if if you hear my whole story, there's a lot of things. You know, we all have a lot that we we overcome in our lifetime. And that's why I'm known as the resilient expert, because I have I'm like that cat that always lands on your feet. Right. Um, but through everything, even killing someone and going to prison through everything, I would say the domestic abuse has been the hardest for me to overcome. You know, the physical scars, the broken noses, the the deep lashes, the cuts, all that heals. But deep down inside where those emotional scars are, the 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 negative talk, you're nothing, you know, you're a piece of you know what, (coughs) you're a whore, nobody loves you, you're stupid. Those things are so deeply engraved in us that it it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work to overcome it. But the good news is if you're out there listening and you've been through something is that you can, you can overcome it. And the thing is, you've got to gain strength on it. You guys, once somebody's put you through something so horrific and you've survived it, you need to look in the mirror and say, oh, my gosh, I am strong. Look at me. Look at me being a survivor, and you use it. You take that anger and that resentment, and you use it as fuel to move forward in your life to be better. Show them how much better you can be, you know. And it's not even for them, but it's for your own satisfaction. If you're if you're in this rut where you're being told you're no good, you're nothing, you're gonna you never can amount to anything, prove them wrong. Go out there and be the absolute best you can be. Um, I want to be really careful and say anyone out there that is currently in an abusive relationship number one is yes yes the answer is yes you need to leave because once it happens it will happen again it will happen again it will happen again abusers don't just stop they just don't they may stop for two years they may stop for five years but it will happen again so yes the answer is you need to leave but i really want to caution you to do it safely get professional help, seek professional advice on a safe way to plan your exit so that you can get out of it alive. Literally.
0: That's right. And you can overcome any challenge. Very powerful. Now, Dale Gribble has joined us here. Welcome. Thanks for listening in. He says, I served 19 years for nearly killing a man over a bottle of Xanax. I wrote memoirs of my time as well. I now battle with an addiction to sodomy.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard, you know. Survivors' guilt is tough. Um, I I, I had a really hard time with that. But you know, Dell, I'm glad to hear that you're writing because writing is literally the therapy. You know, when we get those things out of us, and we start to learn, like I said earlier, that you're you're not a victim, but you're a survivor, and now you're an authority, and you use it. You use that. Keep writing. Keep getting your stuff out there. Keep helping others with it. Because in doing that act of kindness, you're also going to be helping yourself.
0: That's right. And with God, you can overcome all things. And now, Misty, tell us a little bit more about your tween esteem camps for nine to 12 year old
1: girls. Thank you so much. I love this. So a friend of mine, Teresa Snyder, and I partnered up and you're like, I do empowerment retreats for women. So I'm thinking, you know, we need to start helping people before they hit the adversity. How can we like start stopping it from even happening? So I wanted to empower the young as well and teach them all about things that I didn't know all the things I had learned to teach them ahead of time so we started this tween esteem camp for nine to twelve year old girls they come to a one-day camp for six hours we do writing with them and let me tell you it's a program called write it out that I do I never understood like I was a little skeptical because I I do some deep dive writing and I thought well they're nine to twelve what you know I was blown away by the level of commitment these girls put in, by the transparency and what they're facing at 9 and 10 and 11 years old, what they're dealing with in life. I mean, one little girl had already been homeless and slept in her truck and been pulled from her family and parents were on drugs and they're getting bullied at school and their teachers are trying to touch them inappropriately. I mean, all the things, right? So it gave them an escape, and it, it just made me so proud to see them writing out their feelings. I call it the Write It Out program. So they learn how to write it out and use that, that writing as someone to turn to, something to always turn to, to vent. And then they learn about self-esteem. We do mirror work with them where they look in the mirror and, and empower themselves with self-affirmations. We do um, vision boarding with them. We do some we give them a kaput a caboodle with makeup and teach them about age appropriate makeup. And they get to decorate the caboodles with stickers and they have a contest and they come together and they we do dancing. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful day. And they love it. The last one we did in Amarillo, Texas, we weren't finished four hours, and we're already getting calls from the moms. When are you coming back? When's the next one? My little girl loved it. She can't stop talking about it. So we're doing one in the mid-county area in Southeast Texas on March the 26th, and a second one in Amarillo. We're returning May 15th for another one up there.
0: Fantastic. I love it. Now, tell us a little bit more about Right to Ignite Women's Empowerment Retreat.
1: This is, my, this is my passion. This is where it is for me. Um, I do a lot of help um, with women. I have an anthology book I'm doing right now where we're filling that up with, with first-time authors or even second, third, fourth-time authors just to help get people get their stories out there. Um, it's called Action Takers Who Step Up and Speak Out. But I, I like to get a little bit more personal than just helping someone with a chapter. So I have these these retreats that are very limited in space to 12 to 15 women women we keep it very intimate we come in for three days we learn how to use writing we learn how to use art therapy we do some art therapy and we we talk it out we sit around a campfire do some ugly crying we just come woman to woman talk about real woman issues we learn that we can trust each other when we're real and authentic and we're transparent with each other. When we break down that facade, we form bonds because we're real, we're honest. We teach the women how to do that with each other. And then they form a lifetime community. Um, you know, where they they stay in touch forever because once you've ugly cried with someone around a campfire, trust me, your sister for life.
0: <laughs> I agree. Yes, ma'am. Now, Misty. What is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life
1: of happiness? You know, Gigi, not all of us are at that point where we know what our purpose is. I didn't know what my purpose was in life. I have a full time nuclear medicine career. I thought I was supposed to be a surgeon, you know, and and that was going to be my purpose in life. But boy, God had some much bigger plans for me. If you have gotten to the point in your life where you have found your purpose and you know your true reason of what you're here to do, then my advice is don't sit. You better get up and take some action because when God calls you to do something, it means he believes in you. You're the chosen one. So get up and take action and get out there and and teach and preach and be that person that God wants you to be. Use your voice. Use your adversity. Use your life lessons. Be that authority in your space. Get out there and do it. And as far as happiness, Gigi, with me, it's about being transparent. You know, all the years I hid behind my lies, all the years I hid behind my addiction, I was too ashamed of that girl. I was miserable. I was toxic. I couldn't keep the lie straight. But once I became transparent, not only with everyone around me, but in the mirror, in the mirror with myself, and I said to myself, it's okay. Yes, you've made horrible choices and mistakes in life, but I love you anyway. You're strong. You're powerful. Once you can look in the mirror and do that with yourself, Gigi, then you're going to reach a level of happiness you have no idea even existed. I love it.
0: Thank you for being a guest on Walk With Me Podcast, Misty. Now, where can the audience find you?
1: They can find me, Misty Lane, M-I-S-T-I-E-L-A-Y-N-E, all over social media. That's pretty much how you find me. Um, My website is stepupandspeakout.com. You can also reach me through my email, which is mistylane at mistylane.com.
0: I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Misty on all of her social media platforms and also her website, stepupandspeakout.com. And Misty, thank you again for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. You have a blessed day. Thank you so much, Gigi. You're welcome.